my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is to give praise that works. That is, praise that leaves the person feeling good and that increases the chances that the behavior will occur again. When it comes to praise, there are really just two important lessons to keep in mind, whether you're praising adults or kids, at work or in your personal life. First, you should praise the process rather than labeling the person. It's really easy to praise someone by proclaiming them a genius, a Picasso, CEO material, or the like. Labels like these just roll off the tongue and don't require us to think or reflect much about the person's performance or its impact. They can feel good in the moment, though they can also come off as insincere or meaningless because they're so vague. But there's a bigger issue than their vagueness. When we give praise by labeling people, we can make them less willing to take on a challenge and risk failure in the future. They become so attached to the label that they're reluctant to do something that might cause them to lose it. Psychologist Carol Dweck and her team famously conducted research on the effect of praising children's effort versus praising their intelligence. They found that kids who were praised for success on a set of problems with words like, wow, you must have worked really hard, that is, praising their effort, wanted to take on more challenging problems in the future. On the other hand, kids whose intelligence was praised, wow, you must be smart at this, didn't want to take on challenging problems and perform less well. They didn't want to try something hard for fear that they would no longer be seen as smart. Dweck concludes that we're better off praising effort or process rather than labeling people as having fixed traits. So rather than tell a kid good job on her homework or you're such a math genius, you might say that was a challenging fraction problem and you solved it. I see you tried several different approaches until you found one that worked. And rather than tell an employee that she's a great speaker, you might say, I've heard you mention that presentations are stressful to you. Let me tell you, your preparation and practice on this one really paid off. You spoke fluidly and made your points clearly. Nicely done. Praising the process rather than labeling the person also works because process is within our control. If you praise my use of 
multiple strategies to solve a tough problem, or my clear communication, or my willingness to put in the time to practice. I see that those behaviors are valued and effective. And later, when I encounter a similar situation, I'll be more likely to turn to those behaviors, which are within my control, and are likely to lead to good outcomes again. The second part of giving praise that works? Connect your praise with the positive impact the praised behavior had. The Center for Creative Leadership has an approach called Situation Behavior Impact. This method lets people know how their behavior influenced outcomes. Here's how it works for giving praise. You might say to a kid, Molly, I liked how you suggested that you and Jenny use a timer to help you take turns with the tire swing. You each had some fun, and there were no tears. Or at work, Sam, you were so well prepared for that meeting. You'd anticipated every question our client had. Whether we land this contract or not, I know you gave her a positive impression of our company. This sort of praise is encouraging and, better yet, nudges people to make equally smart choices in the future. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, listeners. I know you love mornings. And with nearly 300 beaches in Puerto Rico, each one is a reason to wake up early and catch a picture-perfect sunrise. Puerto Rico has nearly 300 miles of coastline, and the island's diverse geography offers everything, from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water, to stunning black sand beaches, and beaches perfect for water sports. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.